Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's an exciting time of the year for sports, and without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go, my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around, and if you join right now, right this second, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand right now, you get an extra grand and free money to play with all you have to do is use our promo code blv that's capital blv to activate the offer once again that promo code is blv to get your extra cash from my bookie bet win get paid my bookie live from phoenix it's thursday afternoon we got a great show on tap for you today kyle borg is here today back in the saddle again i was here last week coming in hot episode 22 believe in gcu here on the believe podcast network we believe in our teams do you believe Yes. Yes, we do believe Mr. Kyle Borg again back in the saddle again for episode 22. We are legal now. 21. This is 22, my it's friend. 21. It we didn't 22. do one last week. Oh, my God. You're right. This is 21. We oh, can how drink. Embarrassing. How embarrassing. We can drink. That's right. Did you bring the booze? No, I didn't. I'm only actually 20, Jack. How dare you say that out loud? Right. Youngling. Anyways, we got a great show for you on tap today. Men's basketball women's basketball as well tournament heating up uh we kind of talked a little bit how about how women's basketball is probably the hottest team in the whack leading up uh to the tournament but they've kind of hit a they've kind of hit a rough trail as of recent weeks we'll it's talk hit, about that men's basketball or yeah brick wall right behind you there knock on the brick wall and uh men's basketball of course it's coming to an end I'll just say that. It's coming to an end. We were at the New Mexico State game the other night. Frankie Munez was there. There's actually a great picture where uh, someone took a picture with Frankie Munez and that Arizona Coyotes guard. Uh, guard? I don't know. Forward. Guard, it's hockey. Forward. It's hockey. My bad. It's like my fourth sport. All right. Fine. My bad. You're forgiven. Anyways, it was, it was him and Frankie Munez taking a picture with two other guys. And we are in the background, if you zoom up very closely, just kind of like talking crap about them behind their backs. I don't think that's what the conversation was having. What do you think it was, though? We were obviously know. talking crap about something. I don't know. But Jack's first havocing experience. That was my number one, and I was like the awkward dad. I was telling he, you. It was he like was. I was. It's like I was Mr. Borg coming in for the weekend with my suit, uh, trying to learn all the, all the moves. It was awkward. He, he did not. He did okay. Jack, Jack was okay. B minus, B minus. I'll take a B minus, dude. I, I take a B minus in most of my classes. B minus is like an A plus. B's get degrees. What do C's get? You kicked out of school. No, it's like an average. C's don't let you keep scholarship. You can graduate with straight C's, but you won't. Pro- well, you probably isn't that like a two point GPA? Yeah, but you won't keep your scholarships. That is fair. Got to hold on to those Christian scholarships. Mail center, here I come. You scheduled for those? See some some hours? Halfway there. Whoa. Oh, I have 26 total hours. I have hours on Monday, actually. Interesting. Let's talk about uh, GCU basketball. You wanted to do Kyle's Corner right off let's, the bat? Let's start with women's basketball. Well, this could take the longest. You never know how long-winded I'll, I'll be. I'll set the timer. Jack's Let got a shift. coming in hot. Jack's got a shift at 3.15. We might be here till 3.20. <laughs> Don't be late, kids. All right. No, women's Borg basketball. Borg is ready. I'm ready. Let's do it here in Camelback Hall. I hate Kyle's you. Corner, and we are underway. I hate you. All righty. No, women's basketball, not. Still, there, there are two games back of first place. 
one game ahead of third place, sitting in that second seed spot right now. But Utah Valley, they have been on a tear lately. The women of Utah Valley, well, the men too, but Utah Valley not doing too bad. So the women, one game left this weekend, Saturday at Bakersfield. Believe they lost to Bakersfield to open up the season. I got Wax the season. I got your back, Jack. Dude. You were on the call. Was I? Yes, you were back for that first whack game. We lost that game. Thank you. So looking for some revenge. The women trying to solidify that two spot. They would need a lot of help, really, to get that one spot back after a three-game skid, losing to Utah Valley, New Mexico State, and UTRGV. Over the last week and a half, but hey, the two seed, I will, I will take a two seed. And I, I think I, I literally told everybody, everybody, they were the hottest team in the WAC throughout the entire season. I'm like, we still have three weeks left till tournament time. There is still plenty of room for error. No, there's not three weeks left, Jack. Well, at the time there was. Oh, okay. This is what I'm saying. Three, let, let's tr- let's go back in the way back machine th- to three weeks ago when we were in first place. I'm, I was telling, I was telling Fitzy, I was telling Davis. There is still plenty of room for error. Like this, this still could be a magical. But if run. you wanna, if you wanna, if you want a time to hit a brick wall, it's right before the tournament. That's, that's fair. It it is either at the start, and then you finish really strong, or you start strong, you tail off, and then tournament comes around and you turn it back on, and you turn it back around. Now I think a championship game with Kansas City for the third time this season. That's gonna be a. A good game. They came here, beat us by 20. We went there, beat them by 10-ish, give or take. Two really good teams, top two teams in the WAC. Probably who you want representing the WAC in the NCAA tournament on the women's side. If you want to hope for anything, you kind of hope that it's one and two. If you're the Lopes, you wouldn't mind an upset. Play a little bit worse team, conference standing-wise. You know, a four, maybe a five. But this week, uh, the big news, Chicago State not hosting and will not travel to Utah Valley or Seattle due to coronavirus concerns. The men will not be going to Seattle and will not go to Utah Valley, and the women will not host those two teams. And Kansas City just said the men will not travel to Seattle either. I think there were six casualties in California that were reported this Nine week. Nine in Washington. They're all in Washington. Moses Malone. <laughs> oh, me, oh, my. But so that was the big news. So we'll see how that shapes up on the men and women's side, really. Because at this point, Kansas City is still hosting Seattle, Utah Valley, and the men are still going to Utah Valley. So we'll see what the WAC decides to do, whether, you know, the games just don't count or they're going to make forfeit, make them forfeit because they're canceled. I'd make them forfeit. I just give, I wouldn't let the other two teams win. I would just make you take a loss. That way, the other people, because at least as far as the men's side goes, that that hurts a little bit. Not that Chicago State was going to necessarily help you. Well, they could not help you with a win. But them losing twice doesn't affect you. But Kansas City, that one, Kansas City-Seattle is affected for the men. I think at this point, I've done the math yesterday with Ethan. We were trying to figure out all the scenarios of where we could end up finishing, and I don't think it gets higher than four. There might be a weird scenario where the men can finish tied for third. Whether or not they get the third seed, I don't know what the tiebreakers are. 
But right now it's looking like New Mexico State's your top seed, Seattle yours is your two, and UTRGV is your three. At the moment, if the WAC tournament started today, we would play Kansas City in the 4-5 matchup. Which is a very winnable game. If yes, they've beaten clicking. them twice, yeah. but that just means in the semifinal you get New Mexico well, State. Yeah, you're gonna get one of the. You're gonna get UTRGV or you're gonna get New Mexico State, regardless. Oh, you want to? But see, you don't want uh, New Mexico State in a semifinal. Why not? If you beat them, but that's you know, not you when you want to play them. You want them in a championship game, and you want someone else to have to beat them. That's yes. kind of the cowardly way to no. go about things, but okay. That's how everybody's looking at it. If you're if you're finishing four or five or eight, which eight doesn't really matter, but if you're finishing four or five, you're going, well, let's see how much we got left in the tank on Friday and see how much of a game we can give New Mexico State. You want them on Saturday after two straight games, hopefully two close ones, that have really tested them, so they're worn down. They're tired. Hopefully, you know, two physical games against them, and then hopefully you breeze through the other side. But at this point, you do not want Utah Valley on the other side. You will take any other team but Utah Valley if you're the Lopes. Do you think that's the mentality going in, though? You think Marley's talking to his players and going like, "All right, this is the scenario. We need this to happen. We need this to happen." Or you think I don't it's think like you we talk have to scenarios. run shot over everybody who we play. It I don't think I don't think you talk scenarios with the guys. You want to go out and win the basketball game. That's what I'm saying. He's not. Maybe among the coaches, I think the coaches might be discussing scenarios at some point this week. But you know, if you finish two, three. Six or seven, Utah Valley is going to be in that range as well, and they beat you twice. Yeah. And let me tell you, they beat you handily twice. It was the scores might have been close, but they they dominated both those matchups. So at the moment, they're sitting in the seven spot, Utah Valley, and that is a dangerous seven seed, yeah. which you do not get in a lot of these conference tournaments this time of year, which have officially started, by the way. And I'm very excited. I just watched Air Force almost pull off probably one of the best upsets of the year against San Diego State. But they uh, tailed off there in the second half, and San Diego State <laughs> asserted their will. Are we going to do a bracketology? Or? Uh, maybe. We'll, we'll definitely set up a, a pool. We'll set up a bracket. I'll create a group and stuff when the bracket gets released. And you, me, Ethan, Fitz, Davis, trying to get Phil on board. All our guests from past weeks. It's an open invite. It's an open invite. We'll let you all know about it. Right here on Believe in GCU. Right here on Believe in GCU, you know. But, yeah, so the men, again, they'll they'll play Bakersfield Saturday for senior day. Carlos Johnson, Lorenzo Jenkins, their senior day. A couple of the managers, senior night as well. Noah, they Travis. Around one final time. Big shout-out, Travis and Noah. Also, Bobby Buckets is officially gone in Indiana. Lopes and the pros, baby. Pacer Gaming drafted Bobby Buckets. I don't know what round or pick, but it doesn't matter. He's gone. He's there. He's there. So, Bobby, if you ever listen to episode 21 of Believe in GCU, we love you, we support you, and good luck. And go Lopes. And as always, go Lopes. Again, that's senior night, Saturday, 6 p.m. Check it out on Fox Whack 10 tournament. Extra. Whack Tournament starts next Wednesday for the women and next Thursday for the men. 
So be sure to figure out what time the Lopes are playing. Because yeah. won't, we won't know till Sunday. <laughs> Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> Probably when this episode gets released, Las we will Vegas, know. Vegas, baby. Vegas. You're not going to be. You're going to be in Frederick. Yes, I will. Why? Because I want to go home. So, so spring break here, it's going to be 85, 90 every day. And you're going to spend your spring break in 35, 40 degree weather on the East Coast. Um, not true. They've had some like 60 degree, 70 degree days so lately. So inconsistent, though. Yeah. So I don't Rain, care. slush. There's probably still snow. What are you doing for spring break, Jack? I will be here working. Lame. Working my butt off. Lame. Working my tail to the bone. Oh, well, we I'll baseball. be. We got I'll softball. be working remotely. Via satellite. Via probably. satellite from home. That would be fun. That could Jack be a fun stream. Jack here with you alongside my partner in crime via satellite in his room, Kyle Borg. Hello. I've done zero game prep. <laughs> Mom, put the meatloaf on the counter. <laughs> oh, are we live? Are we, are we live? Okay. <laughs> uh, baseball, they split. They're two, they, they played two against the Lobos. Let's play two. For the fourth straight year, they have split. Double headers. Consistency They're is not key double headers, but day and age, Kyle. they've split games, series, a two-game midweek series. You know, Tuesday was a good game. Good comeback. There, yeah. One hitter led to one Lobos run. Not bad. It was a sack fly after a double and a wild pitch. Got him to third, so the sack fly scored him. But not a bad game. They found a way to tie it up in the sixth, thanks to a couple errors. Found a way to take a four-run seventh and take the lead. And bullpen shutting it down as always. Oh, what a relief it is. The bullpen never fails to uh, come in in the clutch. And again, while I'm here, Cohen Wynn, another shout-out. He comes out to Rage Against the Machine, headlining Coachella. I he got, didn't I, pitch on Tuesday. He pitched Wednesday. I'm just saying, you mentioned the bullpen. My mind immediately goes to Cohen and immediately goes to Rage Against the Machine. They'll, they'll be here in Phoenix at Gila River Arena on March 30th and what the, a plug. the 31st. So there's your plug. Rage is back. Oh, jeez. Coachella, again, late April. Check them out. No. I do not believe. I will hey. be doing that. <laughs> So that was 5-1 on Tuesday. 7-3 yesterday oh, I saw Brock on Burton Wednesday. Made, I saw Brock Burton made a, a tremendous catch in center field. Kind of took you off guard a little bit. I kind of When he came off the wall, I thought he might have dropped it, but he didn't. C.J. Shawwecker in his first start of the season, he might have just taken first base. You think so? Well, it's been a tough start for Nick Hansen for sure, especially at the plate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was so uh, CJ was two for three with a walk on Tuesday. Posted his first dinger over the right field. I lost that one. I was glad. I was glad that it was not a home run because I lost it, and I don't know what I was about to go with. Welcome to Ding Dong City, CJ Shawwecker. Probably not. That's, I'm gonna write that one down. Okay, you have to use that one. He's wrecking havoc on the base paths. Yes, he is. Again, I gotta, I gotta right my wrong here. Juan Colado hit his first home run in the Lopes uniform a few weeks back over the right field wall. Way and, to go! And I said deep to left, and that clip is on every single social media page now, and uh, been getting a lot of comments, a lot of rude comments from people. Maybe you shouldn't be incorrect. That, that's something, like, I, I Phil Catalfmo, of course, we've talked about it multiple times on the show already, uh, saying, uh, I think it was Matty Dowdle in left field made the catch, but it was really Gianna Nicoletti for the yes, big win over Florida. but nobody really knew that. Exactly. Only the, pe- the only people that knew that were, of course, their parents and the people on the team and within the organization, like, within the program. 
me messing up the directions, uh, the directions is completely of, different of, of the sky of, of the field that's a big that's a big the thing sky is green no it's not that's just a fallacy <laughs> that's a lie that's hoobla horse malarkey oh, so wow. i'm sorry i apologize they lost seven to three to the lobos on wednesday though nothing really going there. who started yesterday lambert how lambert really getting this so they're giving Cade Meckles a few extra days um, so well, be, it's so a it midweek. Pearsonal and then uh, Dawson McCarville for the three-game set against. More, more than likely, yes. But you know, a midweek series. You just played three games at Stanford Friday, Saturday, Sunday last week. You had to play two games on Friday because you played eighteen innings. I'm interesting to see how you Coach used Stanford seven pitchers. So after Friday, you kind of had to go quick work with your bullpen and hope your starters could give you seven plus, which they did. Well, and then on Tuesday, you, you just start the bullpen because it's your normal mid, midweek games. Well, look at it this way. In that 18-inning game, the only guys who threw four innings or more were Cade and then Frankie Scalzo. Everyone else threw well, like Cohen an threw three. And third. Oh, you're right. Cohen, Cohen, Cohen came in and shut it down with three. 15 through 17, no, 14 through 16. And then Nick Hole, of course, the final two. Who innings. got the win? BCV, Brody Cooper Vasilakis, inning and a third, three strikeouts. And then everyone else, yeah. Uh, but I think they've, an they've managed Lambert. the bullpen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like nobody really well. was overthrown. No, and, they, and the uh, relievers that came in on Tuesday, they each threw one inning. Four relievers only throwing one inning because Schneider went six deep, which was what you needed. And then on Stanford side, Brendan Beck, their starter went eight innings strong. Has nothing to show for it. That's unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah, they only threw five guys. Cody Jensen gets the loss inning in the third. They had three guys throw over three innings. Well, I think with the Lopes, you know, you have your three starters and then your midweek starter in Schneider. Yeah. And everyone else, they can give you a good, strong inning or two, and that's all I need you to do. I don't need you to necessarily go more than two or three innings because I'm going to save your arm, and you'll probably pitch twice over the course of the weekend. So is it set that the rotation is Meckles, Ole, McCarville and Schneider, Schneider. I would and say then, yes. Of course, like when they need that fifth starter, like if there's a, in, like a series in between week, like it was this week, you're still trying to give Cade Pearson and Dawson their normal rest so that they could pitch on the weekend. That's when you like kind of like bullpen the game. How how many innings did Cal Lambert go yesterday? Three or four. I don't think he necessarily went too deep. I mean, he got tattooed for six in the first, but he came back out and had a couple one, two, three innings in a row. And of course, Lambert. Pretty good freshman for the Lopes. He'll be nice down the road. Yeah, four innings, five hits, seven earned runs. So he got tagged, but... Well, the six of those came in the first. So really, one over the next four innings, not too bad. No. And then Cohen win two innings, and then Barnes and Nicole. Nicole, two innings, struck out... And Barnes pitched Tuesday. Barnes got the win on Tuesday. So he pitched back-to-back days. Who closed it out? Tuesday? Yeah, was it Frankie? Yeah. So is Frankie kind of taking over that role as the closer this season? Him and Brody, I believe. I think so. Is Cohen just kind of like the uh, mid relief? Probably. He's gonna come in, throw hard, give you strikes. I don't really know the rest of the bullpen. You know, I guess it's just situational on who's got the freshest arm and who's gonna give me three quick outs. Interesting. So this weekend they're playing Pacific. Go Tigers! White Hoffman and Company, son of Trevor Hoffman. 
Going to be in attendance this weekend. GC Ballpark, Brazzle Field. Softball is back for the Lopes Up Classic. Doubleheader Friday. Doubleheader Saturday. And I guess one game on Sunday? That's correct. Okay. Five, five games. <laughs> let's play five in Phoenix, let's, Arizona. Let's play five over three days. The Heart in Phoenix, Arizona. Heart and soul, baby. We'll be on the call tomorrow. For UNLV for Montana. I will be on the call for Pacific. And then it's all you Saturday and Sunday for baseball. Yeah, I'll, I'll have I, know, I know Michael Potter will be there Sunday, but I'm not sure if he'll have Saturday's call. I've never, I haven't been officially told yet, because basketball plays at six and their pregame show starts at five forty-five, and first pitch baseball is at two. I think you're thinking about this too hard. Well, I think it's a, you never know. With, I mean, he could be done in three hours and be done at five, right? Or you could play 17. Worst case scenario, <laughs> he leaves early, and then you're on your own. Well, no, that's just weird. Well, you've done it before. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Is I could do it on my own. I just want to know if I'm going to be by myself before I, you know, I get there. Well, there's only one way to find out. Tune in on Saturday. Time will tell. March 7th, something's got to give at GCU Ballpark at Brazzle Field. That'll be at 2 p.m. Saturday. Of course, the Sunday matinee, 12 p.m. March 8th. That'll definitely be you and Potter. Yes. And then Friday, of course, 6 p.m., me and Potter on the call for that one. Softball, of course, Lopes Up Classic, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, Friday's you, Potter, and sideline reporter Montana Lambden. Correct. Got to give Montana credit where credit is due. She'll tune be in. Uh, you got to tune in. You GCTV, GCTV. Black Digital Network. Baby. Let's Let's do it. So with that being said, it's time oh, for our volleyball. Plays oh, four games. Wow. Sorry. Disrespectful. My I, bad. Were you about to go there? Or I no? was not. Oh. I was ready to dive in, into our next segment. But of course, men's volleyball. Uh, wrapping things up. Is this? I know they have at least two more home games towards the end of the year in April. But this is it for a while. This weekend. Oh, not for. Let's see. They still got to play Concordia here. They got to play USC here. Yeah, USC's uh, April 4th. Concordia. That's senior night, isn't it? Concordia, Irvine is senior night, senior day, whatever. USC on the 9th. I know they'll play UC Irvine Saturday, and they also play Vanguard. Yeah, this weekend is the final weekend in about a month at their home. Oh, wow. It's Vanguard, Menlo. North Greenville. North Greenville, and then Irvine to close it out. But, of course, they're going to play four games in two days. Oh, my God. It's a lot of volleyball. And Irvine's really the— Betsy. So, they're going to—so, yeah, they've played a heavy home schedule early. So, is it the next time they're home? Is Irvine USC? Wow. It's about a month from now. So, March 7th, their final game here, and then April 9th. So, over a month. So, April 9th and the 11th of April as well? It's going to be a homecoming for sure. And then it's a possible MPSF tournament games that they could host. If they keep, and they haven't played in probably a week or two either. It's been a nice little break for men's volleyball. Who'd they just play last? Look it up. You it have was, it. It uh, was Pepperdine, right? They, well, Irvine's the fifth best team in the land. Concordia, they lost. So yeah, after beating both UCLA and Pepperdine, they lost two games on the road to Concordia and uh, UC Irvine. Well, that'll be interesting. Again, on GCTV. With that being said, I have like 15 minutes, and I want to get this segment in because it is going to be riveting audio. I'm scared. Lopes Libs. This no. is what we're calling it. Lopes Libs. Why are we doing it is this? It's Mad Libs, but instead of Mad, it's Lopes. Oh, gosh. Lopes Kyle, give me an adjective. Scary. Scary. Plural noun. 
Plural? Plural noun. So multiple? Yeah, like donkeys. Okay. Um, antelopes. Antelopes. Duh. Way to promote, kid. Verb? Do you know what a verb is? I'm trying to think of the word I want to use. Hold on. Uh, so you're already having fun. Galloping. Galloping. Noun. House. House. Adjective. Furry. Okay, furry. This is going to be interesting. Number. 97. I was going to say 49, but okay. 97. Adjective. Big. Big. Plural noun. Caves. That's on your mind. Okay. Caves. We'll write that one down. Another adjective. Fast. Fast and furious. Plural noun. <laughs> Good gracious. They just keep on coming. Step up or step aside, kid. Plural. You pick one. GCU TV broadcasters. No, that's too much. What the heck? We're going to find out if it's too much. Person in room, Kyle Ward. Ah, okay. Adjective, chivalrous. Wow. He was, I think he should have just played this game. Number. Um, 49. 49, yeah. 49. Color. Orange. Orange. Would have went with purple, but all right. Type of liquid. Soda. Soda. Pop. No, don't say pop. pop A there, kid? Huh? I, will, I will hurt you if you say pop. It's soda. Number. One. Plural noun, donkeys. Okay. <laughs> Adjective, flamboyant. Oh, gosh. How long is this? Number. 74. Two more. A place. Wait. Grand Canyon University. Softball stadium. GCU softball stadium. Same place, GCU softball stadium. Can I get a drum roll, please, Kyle? For the first edition. That is the lamest drum roll ever. <laughs> Mixing business and pleasure in Las Vegas. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Heading to Las Vegas for a scary business trip but still want to check out the sights and antelopes? Here are some tips you'll need to gallop on your visit to House City. After a furry day of 97 meetings, what? head to one of Vegas's many big buffets. Stuff yourself like with fried caves, fast tacos, and freshly baked GCTV broadcasters. Okay, fast tacos sounds sketchy. I don't want to be baked. <laughs> well... Then you'll want to hit one of the biggest casinos like Kyle Borg's Palace or the MGM Chivalrous. What? Don't feel badly if you blow $49 at the Orange Jack table because, hey, at least you got free shots of soda. Pace yourself, though. 
Don't have more than one drink in an hour and never mix hard donkeys with beer. Nobody wants that. Oh, jeez. Well, it'll make you feel flat. It'll make yeah, slap a donkey and call me Berta. Slap a whale and call me Shamu. <laughs> it will make you feel flamboyant, and you'll never wake up in time for the 75 important meetings you have again the next day. Jeez, I would never want to go on this meeting. But the most important thing to remember is this. Have fun, because what happens in the GCU softball stadium stays in the GCU softball stadium. Oh, Lord. Oh. That was Lopes Libs. I can't wait till next week. I can. What, what, let's pick the uh, what the, uh, the the topic's going to be. We are going to go. What are my choices? Uh, well, we just did mixing business and pleasure. We could do office party oath, pickup lines, hangover cures, party animals, or office speak. Okay, either the office speak or the first one you said. The office party oath. Yes. Let's do office party oath next week. Love We're it. On Lopes lives. It is three oh eight. I have seven minutes to get to the office. Calabunga. This was episode 22. 21. I'm so sorry. Oh, it geez. is episode 21. You know, when, when you're 21 and you're eligible to drink, uh, things get blurry. Oh, yeah. Well, all those shots of Orange Jack and soda. <laughs> uh, well, this was Believe in GCU. Remember, if you want to sponsor our show, if anybody wants to sponsor our show, like my bookie, Promotional Talking Point, uh, head on over to Believe.com or Art19.com now, so they say. For everybody here, I believe in GCU, alongside my partner in crime, not via satellite, Kyle Borg. I'm Jack O'Hara saying sayonara from Camelback Hall Studios in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And as always, go Lopes. You killed it. Signed, sealed, and delivered. I hate you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.